Sin followed instructions, but Charlie already had several magazines for the AK in her cargo shorts and another five magazines for my Uzi. She gave them to me and I stuffed them in my pockets. Let's go kill some zombies, I said. We all ran into the pouring rain toward the fence. It was, if I were asked to explain it later, similar to shooting animals in a zoo. Wild animals intent on eating us. It was as much their fault, this craving of theirs, as it would be the wild animal's fault for wanting fresh meat. But sometimes, if you really allowed yourself to think about it, what they would do to you didn't make the task any easier on your psyche. Sure, it was becoming second nature to shoot them without consideration of their past, but if you didn't numb yourself to it, it would play out in your head something like this. An example of my first five kills that day. A housewife in her mid-forties, about five foot three inches tall, bullet in the eye, blood and bone flies from the back of her head. A boy of perhaps fifteen years, a few wisps of light brown hair remaining, probably loved baseball and his new girlfriend. Errant gunshot tears through his throat, and the kill shot shatters the remaining teeth from his head and cuts him down in a heap. A grandfather once dressed in his Sunday best, now in that new fashion look, pants with wrist cuffs and just a necktie, like a past-his-prime Chippendales stripper. As he clung to the fence with both hands, I put two three-round bursts through his head, just for slamming his elbow into the face of the woman I was going to kill next. A woman, still oddly pretty despite her horrid affliction. Bone structure, high cheekbones. I could see this because I could see the actual cheekbones, and long hair that somehow refused to fall out. Nearly five feet ten inches tall, barefoot, but for the most part still wearing the tattered pantyhose she'd been buried in. I stitched her with eight rounds in the neck, and her head toppled off her shoulders, indicating she was farther along in the decomposition department than she appeared. The head lay face up, the once pretty eyes looking directly up at me, the remaining eyelid batting, her teeth moving as they bit into the swollen, flitting tongue. I put one bullet in the center of her forehead, and all the flirtatious shit came to a quick end. And last of my first five kills was a toddler. Could only have been three years old. If you've ever seen an old man, really old, who had shrunk to the size of a boy, then you might have some idea of what this thing resembled. His moans seemed singled out in my mind, in my ears. I heard them in a little child's voice, and I killed him fast. I could not stand there and see this destroyed little boy struggling against all these adult zombies, fighting for his meals of human flesh and brains, and hardly strong enough to ever win. I turned away when I put the Uzi through the fence to his nose and pulled the trigger. The two-round burst did it. I didn't want to overdo it. I wasn't heartless. I know he was essentially a sick kid, a sick kid who had died and rose from the dead and was now dead again. Dead again. Words I only thought I'd utter about fiction or movies. The rest of them were a blur for me. When my last magazine was exhausted, I stepped back and evaluated our progress. Sin was doing very well. She was crying as she fired her weapon. 